doing marriage God's way and building that marriage on the rock, which is Christ. We truly believe that a thriving marriage will lead to a thriving family and thriving families lead to thriving communities. We really believe that your relationship with your spouse is essential to your family being strong. God has a plan for your marriage. You may be one choice away from a thriving marriage. Welcome to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast with Brian and Jennifer Hartman. Hey, thanks for joining us. You're about to hear a live recording we did at New Life Church in Ann Arbor for one of our Operation Thriving Marriage experiences back in May of 2022. And we had such a wonderful time at connecting with people at New Life Church. We always love doing live events because it's that energy that you just can't get from just recording in a recording studio. And we get to do the Q&As. We get to hear the participants' stories and just have a wonderful time together growing marriages. So hope you enjoy it. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. Please welcome Brian and Jennifer Harvey. Thank you so much for having us here. We're incredibly excited to be part of this family and sharing with you guys. This is awesome. Uh, So thank you. Yeah, we're excited to be here, Jay. We appreciate the uh, warm introduction. I think that coming in for to a conference on Fridays, we're all kind of running up here from work or home or whatever we're doing, and I'm no exception to that. Like Jay said, I'm an attorney, so I've been really living a lot of my practice these days on Zoom. Anybody relate to that kind of a thing? So we're, I haven't even been in a courthouse for two years because all of our hearings are on Zoom. I just had a hearing that just kind of later this afternoon, as a matter of fact. But she did remember to actually wear venue-appropriate pants. She's not wearing her pajama bottoms like she has when she's gone to court in the past. So we did have a picture of that. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That is Jen's courtroom attire right there. Go blue. I always (laughs) tell my clients, anytime I'm in court, I promise that I'm wearing pants. It's not necessarily business pants, and it's not right now, but here we are. So um, (laughs) it's just kind of a fun thing there. So um, Jay talked about us a a little bit, and you know, Brian, why don't you jump in and give us a little bit more info? So like Jay said, we were in ministry. I was serving in vocational ministry for 20 years. Jen and I served in ministry together. I've been in different churches. I was a church planner for a while. I was a chaplain at a high school, and I learned very quickly that I should not teach high school students in a high school. That didn't work very well for me, Uh, but had that great opportunity to do that. And throughout that, had a lot of experience um, talking to couples. Um, When I was a youth pastor, I would have parents come to me. And at this point, I wasn't even married yet and had these people with teenage children asking me, well, what should I do about my marriage? I'm like, um, I'm going to be asking you that in a couple of years when I get married. Why are we doing this? So that was an opportunity just to feed into families, which was really cool. And then when we were doing premarital counseling and marriage classes and stuff, people would, no joke, say, okay, so when's the book coming out? And our, it was like, no, take notes. That's the book. We don't have a book. And so hearing from that, it's like, you know what? Um, God seems to be doing something, so let's write this book. So we did that. And then also in the Air Force, I was a first sergeant for a number of years, and that role is basically a human resources advisor, counselor. You take care of the airmen. And I had a lot of young airmen who don't necessarily share our faith coming up to me and asking, hey, first sergeant, this is what's going on in my marriage. And so we got the opportunity to see into a lot of marriages through ministry and through the military. To, they really opened themselves up. So we learned a lot about marriage that we're looking forward to sharing with you tonight. And then Jen's law practice 
also has given us a unique glimpse into marriages as well. And it's a crazy kind of thing because I do a lot of estate planning and probate, so that's helping families. So you see a lot of crazy family dynamics when people are planning who's going to get what when they pass away or the trust administration or the estate administration. Because back when I was in law school, I thought, hey, this is a good area of law to go into. People are going to be happy because they're getting money. But no, that's not all how it all works out. And the other thing, too, is I've been a part of dozens and dozens of divorces not my own, so that's good news. Um, but sometimes people will say, well, gosh, how, how can you be a Christian and you're, you're doing some divorce law? First of all, I don't like divorce law, so I've really scaled back on, on what I do there. But a lot of times these people are going through crisis. Sometimes they're getting divorced very much against their will. We're in Michigan, just like the rest of the country, we're a no-fault divorce state, which means you don't have to prove that anybody's at fault for the divorce to happen. If one spouse wants it, it's going to happen, no holds barred, and that's just how it goes. So I I've had some very successful things, at least in my mind, happen. And I love it when I've gotten the phone call where it says, hey, Jen, we've reconciled. So you know what that means. We love you, but you are fired. And it's like, yes, that's a so very So who else has celebrated thing. when they got the call saying they were fired? We've that's literally had like dance parties in the kitchen when we found out Jen was fired because they reconciled. And it's always been, we pray for these couples and we just hope that, hey, this is going to work out, and it's really been cool. Yeah, and we've been praying for you guys all this week because we just know that God has a plan for your marriage. But the unfortunate thing is a lot of times we don't crack into the Bible and get into all of these things. So we're so excited to have done the research for you. You can do it independently on your own as well. Um, but we really want to hit home these fundamental truths through, that work throughout history as to doing marriage God's way and building that marriage on the rock, which is Christ. So a couple of key foundational thoughts that we want to open um, this conference, this seminar with tonight, is one of the things is we truly believe that a thriving marriage will lead to a thriving family, and thriving families lead to thriving communities. We really believe that your relationship with your spouse is essential to your family being strong. You know, when you have that strong relationship between the two of you, then that family unit is strong and healthy. That doesn't mean there's not problems. That doesn't mean that you don't have to go through things. But as a strong couple, you go through things together. And then your children or your family members, they see you go through these things together and they can see what Jesus does in relationships when they see what Jesus is doing in your relationship. And then when your church family or your neighbors see God working in your marriage, it strengthens the community. It strengthens your church. It strengthens your neighborhood because they see God working in you. And so we really want you to focus on what's Jesus doing in your marriage and what's doing in your lives to strengthen you because that's going to make you a stronger couple. It's going to help you become a stronger follower of Jesus and it's going to make your church, the community, Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County, Michigan, this country, it's going to make it better, and God's going to work through you. And the other thing is, we don't want your marriage to merely survive. And that's one of the things that we've seen over the years. So we hear time and time again, we hear a lot of sermons about the passage, God hates divorce. We've all seen that's in the Bible, we've all heard that, and that's true. What we don't get is the other side of God doesn't want you just to stay married because he hates divorce. He wants you to follow him. He wants you to have that life, that abundant life that Jesus promised you. 
And marriage is part of that. So just staying together because, well, we're Christians and that's what God tells us to do. Yes, stay together, but it's more than that. We don't want it to merely survive. God doesn't want your marriage to merely survive. He does want you to stay together. He doesn't want you going to see Jen because your, divorce, your marriage is ending, but he wants you to take your marriage and thrive in that relationship. And when you look at how God has designed us, when you look at how God has designed marriage, that will be your experience. And to do that, you need to catch the little foxes. Ooh, are we going to Song of Solomon already? Yes. So Song of Solomon 2.15, catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards. For our vineyard is in bloom. Your marriage is already in bloom. You've planted the garden. You've planted the vineyard. You're here. And well, there's a few people that are engaged or dating and thinking about it. When you start that marriage, you plant those seeds. The garden begins to grow. However, there's little vermin that can get in there sometimes. And it's the big foxes that are obvious, right? The things that, oh my gosh, we're having a huge problem. We need to get some counseling. But a lot of the times it starts with those little foxes. It's that one little thing that, oh, it was cute the first six months of marriage that's kind of irritating in the second year of marriage that leads to 10 years of marriage. Someone's come walking into an attorney's office, hey, this is an irreconcilable difference. If you'd addressed that kind of cute but annoying thing in the first six months, you would have taken out that fox. You would have caught that little fox and it would never become a giant fox that's eating through your vineyard. So that's one of the things we really want to focus on is let's focus on these little things. Let's catch them before they become big things. And that's the point that they were making in Song of Solomon. And I do like to kind of fill people in on what they need to do and not do when you're going to a marriage conference. So I'll start with the what nots to do. Do not look for any kind of a quick fix here. This is something where when you're, you're married, it's marriage works when you work at it. And it's just this continual process improvement, continually making sure that you're building into each other. You're not just seeing the best in each other at one point in time, and then you don't after that, or you're going to have problems. So just make sure that you're not looking for that quick fix. Let's get some habits going today. Um, Microwaves make great popcorn. They don't make great marriages. I'd say that's true. (laughs) That's very true. The other thing is don't listen for your spouse. We don't want to see anybody here right now doing this when we start talking. It's about you. Oh, my goodness, Harvey's really nailed you tonight. No, this is something where listen for yourself, but you know, make sure that you're having good conversations with each other just based on the, some of these things that you're hearing from God's principles. And the other thing, too, is I really want to give people credit for where they are right now. And I don't want you to discount where you are right now because you've done a lot of positive things. But I also don't want you to discount where God can take you and grow you as an individual and grow you as a couple. He is amazing, as we all know, and he has so much more for you than what you have right now. And as I had mentioned, we've been praying for all of you this week. We want your marriage to be taken to that next level. Now, the next thing, what do you want to actually do during the conference? Well, listen with this open-minded humility, again, for your self. Don't listen with open-minded humility for your spouse. That, that's, that's on your spouse there. And really start to be prepared to make changes in yourself. 
Because we as people, we have these sinful desires. And even though we've been redeemed by Christ, we can fall to some things that are in that flesh spirit to be selfish. So really be looking at what you can do to proactively start conforming your spirit to what God wants you to be. And my probably most favorite thing is really expect to encounter God. He's here. We've asked him to be here with us, and we've asked him to do some good works in you and in us too that we know that he is going to bring to completion. And if you don't mind, please bow your heads and pray with me. Father, we come to you and we are so excited uh, to be here. We are so excited that we have people here who are happy to be investing in their marriage. Um, Father, we know um, because you have put some of these things in our hearts that there are people here who are ready for a bit of a tune-up. We are, know that we are here with people who are here with friends where they're ready to encourage each other along as couples. We know that there are some people here who have a lot of hurt in their marriage. We know that people are, are sometimes in a place where they just feel like this might be the end. And that might be because they're thinking, goodness, our marriage is dead. We ask that you would just like you did with Lazarus, call them out by name, give them life, uh, please send healing. We ask that our marriages here will ultimately be an example of your love for our kids, our friends, our neighbors. And we also ask that we would do God's will, your will in our lives and also in our marriages. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this replay of our live Operation Thriving Marriage Experience. And we're ready to come to you to do an Operation Thriving Marriage Experience with your church or with your ministry. To get more information, you can go to operationthrivingmarriage.com.